Welcome to Very Honored Frater BT's Esoteriner Podcast, Episode 84, in which Joe Chance and I give questionable advice to Honored Frater SIAA. But first, the real Rosencrantz. <laughs> For those of you who are new to the Esoteric Nerd podcast, this is the segment in which Frater IT recites the Fama Fraternitatis in the original German, and I in the uh, original English translation of that original German, all the while listening to music from The Legend of Zelda. Such a one, likewise, hath Theophrastus been in vocation and calling. Although he was none of our fraternity, yet nevertheless hath he diligently read over the book M, whereby his sharp ingenium was exalted. But this man was also hindered in his course by the multitude of the learned and wise-seeming men, that he was never able peaceably to confer with others of the knowledge and understanding he had of nature. And therefore, in his writings, he rather mocked these busybodies, and doth not show them altogether what he was. Yet, nevertheless, there is found with him well-grounded the aforenamed harmonia, which without doubt he had imparted to the learned, if he had not found them rather worthy of subtle vexation than to be instructed in greater arts and sciences. He thus, with a free and careless life, lost his time, and left unto the world their foolish pleasures. But that we do not forget our loving father, Brother Christian Rosenkreutz, he, after many painful travels and his fruitless true instructions, returned again to Germany, the which he heartily loved, by reason of the alterations which were shortly to come, and of the strange and dangerous contentions. There, although he could have bragged with his art, but specifically of the transmutations of metals, yet did he esteem more heaven and men, the citizens thereof, than all vainglory and pomp. Nevertheless, he builded a fitting and neat habitation, in the which he ruminated his voyage and philosophy, and reduced them together in a true memorial. In this house he spent a great time in the mathematics, and made many fine instruments, ex omnibus hujus artis partibus, whereof there is but little remaining to us, as hereafter you shall understand. After five years came again into his mind the wished for reformation, and in regard he doubted of the aid and help of others, although he himself was painful, lusty, and unwearisome, howsoever he undertook with some adjoined with him to attempt the same. Wherefore he desired to that end to have out of his first cloister three of his brethren, Brother G.V., Brother I.A., and Brother I.O., 
who had some mere knowledge of the arts than at that time many others had. He did bind those three unto himself, to be faithful, diligent, and secret, as also to commit carefully writing all that which he should direct and instruct them in, to the end that those which were to come, and through a special revelation, should be received into this fraternity, might not be deceived of the least syllable and word. After this manner began the fraternity of the Rosy Cross, first by four persons only, and by them was made the magical language and writing, with a large dictionary, which we yet daily use for God's praise and glory, and do find great wisdom therein. They made also the first part of the book M, but in respect that that labor was too heavy, and the unspeakable concourse of the sick hindered them, and also whilst his new building, called Spiriti Sanctus, was now finished, they concluded to draw and receive others more into their fraternity. To this end was chosen Brother R.C., his deceased father's brother's son, Brother B., a skillful painter, G.G., and P.D., their secretary, all Germans except I.A., so in all they were eight in number, all bachelors and of vowed virginity, by whom was collected a book or volume of all that which men can desire, wish, or hope for. Our guest tonight wrote to me asking if I had any advice for a struggling portal. For those of you who are not familiar with the grade structure of the old Golden Dawn formula, there is the neophyte grade, or zero equals zero, then the zelator grade, corresponding to Earth and Malkut, then there is the two equals nine grade of Theoricus, corresponding to Yesod, then the three equals eight grade of Practicus, corresponding to water and to hoed, and by the way, uh, Theoricus corresponded with air, and then the fifth grade is called Philosophus, four equals seven, corresponds with Netzach and fire. Then the next Sephira up is Typhirit, and that is the inner order, technically not part of the quote-unquote Golden Dawn, but another order called the Rosé Rubé et Ore Crucis, in between the grade of 4 equals 7 and the grade of 5 equals 6. There is a grade called Portal. But before we get to that interview, let's bring in our co-host, Joe Shang. Greetings, Fredder. How have you been? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Anything new and fun? Anything especially twisted and esoteric? Well, I did have a dream last night where uh, where L.A. was completely like leveled, as in bombed out, and I was driving a tank through the city. Oh, cool. But it was it wasn't like like total destruction and, and sadness. It was actually kind of fun and cool. Yeah, I've been feeling that. Go figure. That'd explain a lot. right on right on so yeah i guess our um our guest today had asked me if uh i could help him with some portal grade struggles and uh i told him that um 
I'd, I'd be glad to. I asked him if uh, if we could make it an episode of the Esoteric Nerd podcast, and he said he'd like to do that. So here we go. Cool. Yeah. I could Portal's probably... a great grade. I love yeah, Portal. I enjoyed it. It was my favorite. Yeah, I wonder what... I mean, I think different orders have different curriculums for Portal. I mean, I know ours changed over the years. Really? What was yours? It was basically, you know, that rosary... And uh, which, of course, is not traditional Golden Dawn. And right. um, the Thoth invocation, which more or less is written by Alan Bennett. Um, and then I guess it was disseminated out like per person. So so one person would get the watchtower maybe. But then there'd be a period of time where they don't give out the watchtower, you know. But, of course, it's all in the Regardi book, etc. Go figure. Yeah, the the, uh, the power of words and, and everything really comes to bear with, with the whole thought and vocation. I mean, if, you, if you've ever kind of doubted that, that what you're doing is very real, that in and of itself will totally like turn your life upside down. Yeah. It can. Or has the power to do that. For sure. But in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that whole thing of if you hold on, if you're clinging to the tower that's crumbling, then it's really sucks. But if you're surfing, you know, on your way down on a brick going, woohoo, you know, <laughs> then it's going to be fun. Yeah. I was kind of like the latter, but, um, <laughs> and it was kind of helpful too. Cause I think that that it was kind of like what I was looking for. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was good. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, do you suppose I should bring him in? Uh, he's he's sitting there Absolutely. patiently yeah. waiting. All right. Uh, so let's get to that interview, shall we? We shall. I like the music. I like the, the song. The singing, I think, is really cool. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's kind of like the, those, those Crowley folk songs. <laughs> hey, greetings, Fratter. Welcome to the Esoteric Nerd Podcast. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hiya. Hey, good, good. How's it going? Good, good. Thank you. Where are you calling in from? Uh, I'm in uh, Key West right now. Oh, cool. Fun. How's Key West? Uh, it's Key West. <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> But right now it's uh it's hot right now. It rained all day yesterday, but right now it's just hot and sunny. And and uh Joe, you're in New York, right? Yep. And I'm in LA, so we're making a big triangle. Cool. Would that be a like a water triangle? I think it's a fire triangle leaning over toward the east. I don't know. <laughs> it depends <laughs> on how you my friends in South Africa would 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 disagree with me cuz uh you know, everything's upside down south of the equator. <laughs> Uh, so you said um, you mentioned struggling with portal yeah, yeah so I I had my portal grade and it was I I think it was unique uh, I think Joe had his portal grade that was different from mine there though there may have been some similarities so I'm not really sure what actually I'm not sure what group you're in I don't know if you want to say so I'm not really sure what your experience is like or what is expected of you or what the general paradigm is. Can you give us a little bit of insight on that? Right. Yeah. I mean, for the most part right now, I'm actually not a part of a Golden Dawn uh, organization. Okay. 
Uh, I was uh, in the GDCSS oh, for, okay. for about five years. That explains yeah. why you were struggling with Portal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I should put, put my hand over my mouth there. <laughs> no, I, uh, I should be nice. No, that's, they're related to the order that I came from. So I, I imagine that someone was, uh, was, was giving you a list of things that you need to do in order to prove yourself to be worthy to be chosen to be among the, uh, the, the Collegium of, of Adepti. Is, it, is that about, about right? Something like that. Yeah. A little bit. Like Did you get the speech about how there's two kinds of philosophy? There's, uh, or there's two kinds of portal. There's advanced philosophy and there's adepts in training. I don't think so. Oh, thank God they stopped doing that. <laughs> That's really kind of rude. Yep. I think. <laughs> yeah, we lost a few people with that one. Yeah. But uh, I bet. Yeah, I I'm I'm the opposite of that. I I um I had a I had a good time. I um you know for a long time I was in the second order, so I looked back longingly on the days when I was in Portal. <laughs> so, so when people would, would be in Portal and be talking about how they're banging on the door of the vault trying to get into the second order, I'm like, wow, that's weird. You know, like I, I've spent so many years like wishing I were in Portal. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that was why I was saying once you, once you stop thinking of it as going through Portal, then it's no longer a struggle. That makes sense. If you're like expecting it to lead to something, I know I was kind of the same way. Like all the, throughout the outer order, I was like, "Man, I can't wait to like, you know, I get to portal." I was like so excited every time I thought about it. even Philosophus. I was like, "Oh my god!" I, I was like, "I didn't even think I could accomplish it in this life," you know? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, and now I'm here. I'm like, ah, this great fucking sucks, man. Mm. You know. What um, kind of? I mean, I don't know. Like, I, the curriculum was different from when, when I went through it than it was when Joe went through it. Um, would you mind giving us some clues about some of the practices of uh, that were in the curriculum? Um, would you feel comfortable with that? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, from what I've uh, researched and stuff like that, it doesn't seem like anything in our order is way too different from any of the other orders, right. uh, portal stuff. I mean, you know, but uh, for the most part, it's just like, you know, uh, both, of course, um, rosary and uh, just basic stuff like that. Um, is there's really not a whole lot of practical work besides go revisiting all the tatwas and stuff like that. But um, uh, for the most part, it's uh, there's nothing really too crazy. There's just a lot of pressure of, of like being perfect, you know, like you have yeah. to be perfect. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's that's that's. Um, gosh, I I don't know what to say. You know, I uh, for one thing, the rosary isn't normal. I I, I wanted to mention that it's um, that comes from what we uh what we now know as the EOGD um and uh of course was handed down to the CSS and probably the OGDU so nobody in a golden dawn order in history except for our local group was uh was praying the Ave Maria in portal um so that's unique and that that's maybe something to think about like if you're getting a lot of guilt off of off of uh that egregore um, you know, maybe be at option about it, unless that's, of course, very close to you, and that's the religion of your youth, and and you're an altar yeah. boy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I will, I will just add that yeah, yeah. that the uh, that what what was good about the rosary practice is because the the core practice uh, uh, is like the spirit, like thoth work, like the thoth invocation, mm -hmm. um, and that that 
can become so dissolving in one's life where it's like everything like falls away literally where it's like, okay, great. This is awesome. I have no job. I have, you know, (laughs) no partner, no money, like nothing, you know? So it's nice to have that, that earth sort of salt element as well as the mercurial spirit element to kind of like, um, at least ground something so that there is something there to, to sort of hold on to a little bit. Um, Mm. so whether it's a rosary, whether it's like going out and doing like hippie nature work or like, you know, just like doing earth invocations or whatever, um, you know, the rosary did kind of fill that, but only if you're, you know, you're, you're kind of aligned to that. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it as kind of a, a practice for everyone. I, I don't think that it's for everyone. Yeah. That was, you know, one of those things that were brought in kind of, I mean, at least 40% of the motivation was basically, well, you know, from a, from a Edward Bernays kind of marketing uh, strategist point of view, the argument is currently, did he or did he not have sex with a 15-year-old? So we're going to change the argument to, do you prefer Golden Dawn with Catholicism or the pagan variety? And it was an, an intentional shifting of the paradigm and the argument, similar to things that Fox News and other despicable entities do. Um, so, yeah, there you go on that. I mean, the rosary is beautiful. I've practiced it for years. Um, but... I also recognize that there's a lot of, I wasn't raised Catholic. So sometimes when people who were raised Catholic see the rosary, they, they start shaking and run, run away, you know? So, so acknowledging that, you know? um, Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you, if you, if you definitely come from a more uh, pagan bent or like that kind of element, or just want, want to look at that, I think that even an invocation of ISIS is, is quite nice and kind of fulfills a similar role. Um, yeah, and and I think that it's more about just Earth, right? Because ISIS is more like that terrestrial, like motherly Earth vibe. Yeah, like, you know, would be like a little bit more heavenly kind of thing to me, at least. Yeah. I just thought like it, it is kind of weird though, like because you think of like the oath is active and then uh, the rosary is passive, so it's like it's just kind of strange because you're going from like you know this ancient Egyptian. Um, God, right, uh, is, is just basically, you know, um, is stoked, right? And then you're going straight to, uh, like, Christ Yeshua. It's just, like, that contrast is very strange. Like I would uh, look into the Alexandria period um, a little bit, because there, there was a syncretization between Asar and Zeus and uh, Alexander the Great that was all kind of in the collective unconscious of the people where Jesus grew up in Alexandria, you know, in Egypt. And so it's kind of, um, it might seem strange from our point of view now, uh, looking back, but like, for example, if you, if you're a British person who gets in a boat and goes across, you know, the whole world to the far East and sees Buddhism, it might not be immediately apparent that the original Buddhist statue makers were, were Greeks that were married to women in India after, you know, I mean, so, so like East and West aren't as, aren't as divided as it might seem from a certain point of view. So with certain periods in history, like 
for example, in certain yoga magazines right now, there's people talking about how ignorant it is for people to um, recite Buddhist sutras at a yoga class because yoga comes from India, ignoring the centuries in between where yoga spread throughout Asia and there's rich histories at the very dawning and the onset of Tibetan Buddhism, everybody was practicing traditional Indian yoga. So it's ridiculous to divide and <laughs> differentiate when nobody else is or was or, you know, so I don't know. There's the that currency exchange yeah. issue, but that's, you know, really where the evil is, not in the, in the, in the sharing of cultural ideas. It's interesting. Like, I see what you're saying. It's like superficially, it seems a little odd, but like, yeah. once you in a little bit there well, and it'll seem odd to somebody who's devoutly christian in the exoteric sense and uh and and kind of like secretly thinking well really jesus is the real god and i'm, I'm getting to know these other gods but it's really all for jesus like like there's a it depends on where one is at with all the symbols you know because then you get into well should i tell him Joe, <laughs> I'll go for it. When you get into the second order, it's you know Jesus is all things to me. So so the whole symphony dance of the cosmos, including all the different forms of you know what the what the what the Catholics call pagan. It's the equivalent of the, the Catholic version of saying goyim, except for them, they think they're all going to hell. But in the esoteric sense, it's all part of the dance. So when Saint Paul talks about the body of Christ has many members in a cosmic Christ sense, that those many members include all of the the non-Christian churches as well, or temples or paths or religions. And I'd put atheism there too. I'd agree. Atheism's kind of just, uh, it's, it's still a part of it all, even though For it's sure. Not. It's a hardcore spiritual path, I think. I mean, to, to look straight into the abyss like that without playing around in the astral looking for a savior or, a, or an angel or something to just confront the obliteration of your ego is something that, a lot of religious people never even arrive at. Uh, so a lot of atheists don't either. <laughs> they, some, some of them just like to complain, you know, but distract themselves with their addictions or something. But, you know. Right. Go figure that one. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, we're all just walking each other home. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, that's what they say. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so are you doing the Rosecrest ritual? Um, no, no, I, I'm not doing that. Uh, no. Since you're unofficiated, um, you might take a look at it. That was something that used to be in, I believe, the neophyte grade of the same order um, that became the CSS. And gradually, basically, the, uh, the, the cult leader would, would have these hallucinations, and he saw that people were um, abusing it and, and using it on their toilets and stuff. And so he moved it into the second order. And uh, oh. even though it's in all the books, you know, like the people in the order weren't allowed to look at the books. <laughs> there was one point um in the oh what book is that the the scrapbook or or the sort of wisdom where um the 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 charlatan that claimed to be Fraulein Sprengel and and got all the materials from Mathers she added something to the oath that said not only will I not reveal anything but I won't read anything that's been revealed <laughs> like, what? so if I, if I find something in a book and I know that it was revealed by someone who took this oath then I won't read it unless I'm allowed to it's like, oh wow okay that's yes yeah, so so if you if you pass like a synagogue or something you need to like close your eyes before you like <laughs> see the Hebrew letters because, arranged in a particular um, order with a teaching you're right. not allowed to have yet because you have gotten to exodus <laughs> i will not associate myself with that avenging turn <laughs> oh 
Oh man! So you've got the uh, the pentagram rituals. Do you do the the watchtower? No, uh, honestly, all I've been really doing is uh, the SIRP. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's just, I, I work a lot out here. I work a lot. I work almost 70 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and this has just been something that's been recently, I recently started. So, like, my great work has been on, like, a hiatus. But, yeah, yeah. for the most part, I just SIRP. And then, uh, you know, I just still do some banishings at night or something. But, you know, I just, there's, I have zero, zero, like, uh, how do you say, just like zero gas. I'm, uh, I'm on empty. You know what I mean? I'm just drained right. and exhausted. Hmm. And, uh, I was like, okay, like tomorrow I'm gonna do my path working and the, yeah, you know, and I'm like, it just don't. <laughs> and it's been like that for a while. Yeah. You know, and just another thing I don't think about like the golden dawn. I just feel like their techniques, like theoretically, I feel like they have a good foundation, but when it comes to their practical instruction, it just kind of just like, like, what is this? You know, like what, who even like came up with this, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, and that's, and that for a long time, I kind of followed, followed suit. You know, I read the grade books and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this exactly how it says in the grade book. And I'm going to write it down in my journal and send it to my proctor. And then like, you know, several proctors later, I was just like, you know, all these different techniques and I'm doing my own research on the side. And I'm just like, now I'm looking back at these books, like, uh, you know, I'm not happy with their approach sometimes. Cause it's, it just seems like, you know, they're in that combative, like we're going to, you know, defeat the forces of darkness hmm. and, uh, and like, um, you know, it's, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't jive with their techniques. It's just not right for me. Not well, you know. Portal should be for you then. I mean, for me, Portal was the place where I ceased, um, you know, kind of thinking so dualistically, where I kind of dropped acid and Buddhism and Christianity became one with the constellation of Orion and uh, stuff like that, you know. And uh, I mean, I, I thought of that as a star card thing. And I, that kind of, oh, how do you say, like synthesis? Yeah. I mean, they probably wouldn't have recommended that in CSS, but um, I, I don't recommend acid to people who haven't taken it because sometimes people really uh, shouldn't be taking it. But um, that's what I right. did. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, I see where you're coming from on that. What do you think, Joe? Well, I keep going back to the, the you know, something earlier that you said that I think is important to touch on, which is... Um, this need for perfection. And I just think that perfection is bullshit. Like in general, like it just, it's, it's, it's unattainable. And anyone, whether it's a proctor or a cult leader or like whatever, who claims to be that is like, like not someone I want to associate with, but that's just me. Um, So, you know, I think that, I think portals like that place where you kind of like find, or you, you know, one of the things that that was productive for me is to sort of find the things that nurture and help me on like whatever path or goal that I want to attain or achieve or or be, um, and the things that don't nurture me, like just identifying that and like letting it go. Um, but if if something's like making you tired or, um, you know, upset or whatever, and, and you sort of feel like it's it's not necessarily challenging you in a good way. It's, it's, you know, leading you to, you know, a place you don't want to be. Then I think it's, it's important to kind of recognize that and, and accept, you know, understand that and then kind of make your choices. 
Yeah. yeah I, that, I don't know how vague that is, but <laughs> that's probably really vague. But no, but I mean, like, it makes sense. Is it, and I, you know, obviously it makes sense, but it's just difficult. You know, it's difficult to actually do that rather than thinking about doing it and then actually doing it. It's just two different yeah. things. Because it's like, for me, I, I know what's dragging me down. I know what I need to get rid of or whatever. Um, maybe I don't. Maybe I just think I do. But for the most part, you know, I have issues with my chemical dependency, hmm. substance abuse, stuff like that. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It's just this cycle. It just, keep, it just keeps going. With it Portal, going. Portal, among other things, is revisiting Zelator, Theoricus, Practicus, Philosophus. Often those, you know, in my experience with similar issues, um, there's water involved as well as earth. So the chemical dependency has to do with physical health and that's earth. And uh, the, the water issues, you know, usually there's some, some, something way back on the line, maybe multiple somethings that it, we feel like we need to, you know, self-medicate or we need to kind of replace or escape from or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, and then, of course, air, theoricus, you know, sharpening that, that knife. And I definitely, like, if the, if the structure, the, you know, the, the, uh, what the quote-unquote golden dawn, or even the quote-unquote, like, Kircher tree, the, the, the hermetic tree of life model of, of the universe, like, if it's not working, you know, like, it's good to set it aside you know, and, and kind of, um, for me, I, I worked it for a long time. Um, but I ended up setting it aside in, in favor of just meditating and practicing yoga for a few years because I had so many negative things attached to specifically golden dawn type working. Um, so I don't know if you have that much negativity on the track, but if, if it doesn't feel like it's, if it's sort of like, well, who who made this crap up? Then you know it might be might be time to kind of find something else that works for you, or um, you know uh, places where you can amend it and make it your own. You know, kind of do do your own revision of 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 your personal golden dawn. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know exactly what you mean. That's kind of where I'm headed right now. Nice. So I just uh, I kind of in that point right now, that space, that limbo, where it's like, okay, what's next? What where path? do I follow next or, or like what I've been doing recently is just not doing anything. Like you said, just meditate. Right. I'll do my, I'll do my banishings. Cause you know, well, the chemical banishing. dependency you've been pathworking I in that's the devil card with praying the rosary. That's the death card. The 50 beads pray for us in our death, pray for us in our death, pray for us in our death. So those are the two extremes that you're supposed to avoid <laughs> so, and, and maybe come, come to the middle pillar, maybe with the thoth, but maybe like try the thoth, like, as a gentle song instead of like a i am the master of the universe like like uh <laughs> it like moved it like in in toward the middle pillar like for me it's you know like sort of a buddhist idea of the way you know away from extremes but in in golden dawn we tend to embrace the extremes and say let's go way over here and build a a sword and go way over here and you know that kind of thing but yeah it's not for everyone or at least it's right. not for everyone all the time. Sometimes it's something you go through on your way somewhere else. <laughs> it, I think what you said makes sense. Like, make it mean something to you. Like, yeah. have it something to you. Otherwise, there's really no point in yeah. you just doing it. Or you, you don't need it. And that's no disrespect to it. Other people like it, you know, but maybe, you know, take a break. 
I mean, if, yeah, it, if, if you feel like you're taking a loss, and I, that's kind of like where I'm coming from, and I don't mean to like be talking bad about CSS, they're my friends, but that paradigm of needing to work in order to attain, in order to prove yourself and all of that stuff, I don't agree with it. I think it's rooted in a uh, kind of an, an, an egotistical um, place of wanting to make sure that the other orders know that we're respectable people. And But I mean, really, it's kind of old habits from before that are rooted in keep everyone busy and make sure that we have impressive teachers to wow the neophytes and make sure they hug them at the end kind of thing. Um, so yeah, there's poison in it. So like if you can take the poison out of it, it took me a while to get half the poison out of it. I don't think I succeeded uh, all the way, but um, in my own practice with Golden Dawn. But uh, anyway, enough about that. I'm, I'm babbling. What am I saying? Oh, I mean, like, I don't know. I came like after the fall, quote unquote. Right. I know that yeah, you know but it's I mean? all still there. I mean, it's like looking at the Lutheran church and being like, hmm, looks a little like the Catholic church. And like, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. So, but yeah, like you said, they're all, they're all great people. Yeah. But I, I feel like there's that, that, that there, like, you're right. You're exactly right. Like it's still there, whatever that it is, it's still there. And it's just kind of tainting things. And I feel like there's, they're trying to change it. Yeah. Oh, God but bless I, them for trying. Yeah. They are trying. I know for a fact they are trying. I don't want to say I'm trying. Obviously. I just think that I'm better off doing it alone than in a group. <laughs> you're doing, and you're doing solitary practice, right? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. is there anything, um, I mean, I, I, I'm just thinking because Portal is the spirit grade, so Portal struggles. I mean, is that spirit struggles? Or if you if you let go of the need to do Thoth invocations and banishings and, and rosaries, then can, I mean, in, in for example, in Zen spirituality, they say when in Zen spirituality, you don't cut the potato and think about God, you just cut the potato. So if you were just pursuing your life and just, you know, dealing with work and, and, and your personal life as though that were the temple and that were your spiritual practice, then maybe, maybe there's something there. I don't know. Right. And I can't do that if I keep thinking about, you know, there's other stuff that I need to be done or like, I, I'm, I guess I'm just trying to like figure out what the whole point of doing all this shit is. Right. Like I, I know like the great work is like, that's a very portal question. Yes. Actually. <laughs> like I can't, like if, if, if you were to define like the questions that people have at certain grades, like that's definitely a portal question. What's the point of all this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be accepted into the group. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, but, that, but, but it's, it's a really good question. Cause it's like, okay, well what, what do you, what do you really want? Like would it, would it help you like would it make you more special or uh fantastic or give you purpose to be initiated into five six does i mean does it really matter is it something where you're like yeah i want to be part of this group as a teacher leader or whatever um and that's kind of a vocation i want to take or how do i want to find something else that kind of like supports my life a little bit more um and do something completely different i could see wanting to go through the ceremony like for like sentimental reasons i get it it's yeah yeah it's a cool ceremony it'd be nice you know if someone provided the ceremony without all the strings 
And without the cutting. I, apparently, like, I, I didn't even know until recently that the, we were the only ones whipping each other. Oh, my God. Yeah, what, what I, meant, I, I remember <laughs> kind of like mentioning that to, to someone else. They're like, oh, really? I'm kind of interested now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, that sounds like fun. You know? <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, no, so... Um... I mean, I guess like the answer would be if your questions were hypothetical, I don't know. But just for me, it's just I want to do my best. I just want to fulfill my oath. I made a oath, yeah. you know, to my inner genius. And I said, look, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to do whatever I have to do. <laughs> and so um, I just want to make sure I'm doing that and that I'm not not doing that. Um, I know that sounds a little like I have some there's some contrition there or whatever, but um all I want to do is because, like, you know, I've, I was an officer for like for like almost five years. Mm, which you know, offices? I, I, wow. I, I memorized a lot of the uh, initiations, a lot of the speeches. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been yeah. every single officer except uh, the Dahos mm. figure. But, uh, you know, like I, a lot of the stuff like I, I'm, I'm really passionate about. Yeah, they're really, really good. About. And I just uh, I feel like I want to preserve that, preserve the teachings. But I feel like right now. I'm just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's about. (laughs) Well, the teachings are being preserved. I mean, you know, there was, there was this whole hype that goes back to the days before the internet, um, Mm -hmm. when it was all BBSs and there was this, you know, Las Vegas style, you know, uh, stage magician guy that was getting a room full of people all hyped up about how it's their mission to rebuild the empire of light and that the the traditional golden dawn was the true way and it's going to be gone forever uh lost to the likes of chick cicero and and you know what i mean it was so i mean it's all it all came from that it was driven by that it was it grew from that the 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 phrase this order must grow was a chant and a notoricon from the very beginning uh, and was often reused as a password. And that, again, like the rosary, was was unique to our group. So, I mean, the imprint of of those ideas on one's own microcosm, those are some of the sh- the things that can fall off when you get enough distance from the group, frankly. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Portal's one of those grades, too, depending on, like, I, what, I felt like I was really young, if not... In, in age than certainly maturity wise. Um, uh, and I still laugh at fart jokes. So I'm probably just like, I'm probably like <laughs> age 12 right now. But uh, so I probably was even younger back then. Um, but I think that, um, you know, sometimes the goals that you have, like in Portal, can be examined such that you're like, oh, wait, like I thought I was like swimming up to the light. And in fact, I was like, like actually swimming downwards or sideways <laughs> or whatever. And so like you're, I think that that examination of like, what is it that I really want to do? What do I like? What, what does, and, and I totally get that the whole, um, you know, you, you had like oaths to your higher genius, but I yeah. think you're, you know, and, and I totally get that. Um, but I think sometimes your higher genius is like, eh, you know what? If you want to do this other thing, that's cool too. Like you'll get to the same place. So 
I think that it's just one of those like examination things that just naturally happens. And, you know, I think that the whole like look for perfection, I think that, you know, just doing what you're going to do and, and like taking this time to kind of examine where you are. I think that, you know, that the key thing like now is exhale, like just like seriously mm. breathe and just like enjoy like where you are. Um, or the and, Sanskrit and, word for exhale, nirvana. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, and because I, I mean, I gotta tell you, like, Portal was, Portal can also be super, super awesome. It can be stressful because it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I could get that invitation, like, any moment to 5 6. And yeah, then, especially kind of if like, I'm constantly at the temple sweeping and asking for more work. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the real experience is just like, wow, I've, I've got, yeah, because, you know, and it's interesting you mentioned that because, like, on one hand, you have this notion of, like, the stress of, yeah, I need to, like, clean the floors and I need to be in this constant servitude. And so you feel, like, super powerless. But in actuality, you have so much power being in Portal. It's sort of like a, okay, you know what? This interview works both ways. Like, I'm checking out this group. Like, who who are these people? Who are these people? And actually, that question puts you back in complete power and total power, actually. yeah. Yeah, it's a two-way I mean, interview. Do I want to be in this RRADC? Right. I mean, uh, yeah, just taking a step back just to reevaluate it, you know, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. But so. And then there's yeah, the true I mean, and invisible Rosicrucian order that just unfolds from when when the four elements close into the center completely and nothing is left but that dimensionless dot. Then the rose unfolds, and that's. That's when you realize that you are the macrocosm pretending to be the microcosm beyond just an intellectual level, and they call it gnosis. So there's a real thing at the end of the tunnel, and there's no no one up in, in Joliet is going to be able to give it to you. You know, I mean, I, I, I feel bad uh, because, you know, I, I was with them for a long time and stuff like that. Um, and it just, but it got to a point where I was just like, nobody was on, I mean, I don't really say it. I felt like I was the only one uh, actually trying to. Uh, I can't really say anything <laughs> without feeling, violating some kind of um, secrecy. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? So, but for the most part, it's a great order and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like, like as you said, as far as orders true. go, yeah. I, I interviewed the uh, the current Impurator actually a few episodes ago, so I'm sure they'll they'll be glad to hear this episode. Do you want me to use your real name, or do you want to use an alias or your fratter name? Uh, you can use my fratter name; probably be better. What's that? Uh, it's uh, Honored Fratter S I A A. Would you mind sharing what it means, or do you want to keep that private? Yeah, sure. It means uh, he who walks with Oriel. Mm, beautiful. Oh, cool. That's nice. Well, if anybody gives you any trouble, just tell them GHBT gave you permission. (laughs) They'll know what that means. (laughs) Name God. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But don't don't spread the GH too much. I go by VH. I don't want I don't want people to think that I'm you know one of those assholes. (laughs) You're great, greatly honored. (laughs) Just very honored. (laughs) Honored, fratter. Hail Zoltan. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to go by Zoltan. I think that that's probably like the coolest motto. 
Well, you get to choose your own when you uh, when you go up the next level beyond Portal. I should have chosen Zoltan. <laughs> but then you, you're That's supposed to keep awesome. it supposed to keep it private, and then you go by your hour yeah. name. Yeah. You can do your initiations in bubble wrap. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I mean, uh, good talks. I just feel like uh, why well, I want to do my own thing. I want to get my own thing going, but yeah. obviously, um, what do you want to do? Off. I, I just want to get some study groups going and some maybe um, some temple work going. You know what I mean, like that. Yeah. So Golden Dawn, or do you want to like bring in some other elements? No, I like Golden Dawn. Uh, Golden Dawn work, you know. Nice. Uh, even maybe. Well, well, I'll see. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But so I don't. Know, what, what would your advice be like for? At, at this point, I feel okay. So there's this confliction going on as far as um, my spirituality and um, like what path to follow. So I'm just finding. I need a path to just follow. And if it, the path that I have to follow is no path right now, then that's fine too. Um, or to be in between paths to be, you know, open. Or, to... could, or just check everything out. You know, like I think now's now in particular is a great time to just check things out. Like what, 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 what's working for you? Like what, what's what you like, what you don't like. Um, yeah. Check it all out. Yeah. I, I have, I would, well, you know, I've dabbled in a little bit of everything. Uh, up to this point um so you know I, yeah I'd definitely check that out check out anything you know at this point so just hiking and meditating under the sky is probably the the best advice that i think i could give and that's what i did in portal yeah that was great i, I did that a couple times that was really fun just go somewhere and just yeah look at the stars yeah the real church the real temple you know the the earth and the sky with the priest at the middle, and it's you, the monkey in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it seems like it's a very isolation, like a isolated grade portals, like yeah, where you just you're actually faced with going on your own and really actually figuring everything out, you know? Right. All this. So yeah, probably a good idea. Do you have any questions about the um, the symbolism of anything? You got a couple initiated five sixes on the line. If you had any questions about the ceremony itself or anything? Uh, not at this point. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, one of my assignments was to write an essay on oh, uh, cool. the, uh, the first part of the uh, initiation, mm. but uh, I haven't done that. I, re I really <laughs> love the whole thing leading up to the uh, the temperance, the Sagittarius grand reveal I, uh, I won't say too much about it for people who are still looking forward to it. But by now, hopefully, they've stopped listening if they want it, if they didn't want spoilers. But, um, you know, the whole thing about you try to go down the, the, the hanged man and someone's like, are you crazy? <laughs> you know, and, you, and, then, and then they're like, well, what about if I go down the, uh, the devil path? And they're like, no, but we'll tell you a little about it. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> and then you go to the other side and you're like, can I go up the Wheel of Fortune? They're like, what? No. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, how about death? And they're like, no, but we'll tell you about it. And then you go up there in the middle and you're like, can I take the temperance path? And they're like, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, finally, but it's all very Victorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's a whole lot, you know, put on it. And then they finally reveal that that cool line and the practicus initiation is tied into it. And uh, stuff like that. But I think oh, historically, Portal came later. Originally, it was just 
the first grades up to 4 equals 7, and then they grafted on the 5 equals 6, largely inspired by the Egyptian revival uh, married to the SRIA symbolism. And then later, because people were having, it was such a shock going from 4-7 to 5-6, they decided to yeah. shove Portal in there. So, you know, they, they, they had been getting together and talking about things long enough that, uh, you know, they, they probably had that insight about the Chaldean Oracles and how it relates to the Temperance Path. And, oh, we should put this in a Portal initiation if we ever invent one, you know. I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good idea to have a, a Portal just for, for that reason alone, just to have that bit of a break you know, right. where, you know, like it's, it's, it's zero, zero all over again, where you're kind of like in the threshold of a doorway and you're kind of like, okay, what do I do now? Right. Um, and I think that the key thing to always remember is that in a lot of ways, it's your choice to step through or, or not, or to step away or to do something else or to step through a different doorway or whatever, you know, I, I think that um, it's a really good time for, for reflection and, um, in a lot of ways, a break from like grinding through some of the grades. But I also think it's kind of funny in a way because like you kind of realize, yes, you're kind of going up the tree, but in a lot of ways, you're st- you you realize you've stayed exactly in the surprise. Same you're still in Melkut. <laughs> <Right. laughs> it feels like like the other like you know when I was in Zelt or the Orcus or something like that. It feels like if there's any imbalances or any issues I was having, it'd be like. All right, I'll just invoke air and you know make an elemental, or I'll just invoke earth and talk to Ori all about it. But it feels like now it's like they're all just like she on your own, man. Like they're still, it feels like they're still there for me, but they're like, dude, you got to figure this out yourself. Like right now, it's you know what I mean. That's how it feels. So it's like I feel like when you're talking about power before, I don't really feel uh, like I have a lot of power other than I have to. It's time to grow up, so to speak, yeah. like spiritually. No. Well, one thing that might help that I can pass on from personal experience with um, with chemical addiction, with in particular smoking nicotine, tobacco, um, there was a point, and I wasn't in Portal, it was after that, but there was a point I was working a lot with Thoth, and um, I, I got to this place where I was located in my third eye, as it were, in my, let's say, pituitary, the master gland. So I had control, and I realized I had control over such nuances of my own internal body body chemistry. And um, I could change my mood. I could change, you know, I could be in, I could make one mood happen, but secretly be in another mood. And, and, but then, but then there would come the nicotine craving, and I couldn't control it. And then I would smoke, and then I would have the nicotine, you know, in my veins, and I couldn't control it. It was either there or it was missing. And then, so in my desire to have total control over my body, um, in the state of Thoth invoking, I I uh, was motivated at one point to quit smoking. Um, so yeah, I, I thought I'd pass that along, because the de- yeah, the desire to reclaim control can start with your your blood and body and veins. This this you caught a glimpse of like wow, this is actually possible. Yeah, I can actually. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, because the problem was, I, I, if I'd quit, then something would come up, and I'd, I'd feel bad, you know, or whatever. I'd have some, you know, some big emotion that I, I wasn't 
permitting myself to have before because I was numbing myself with whatever chemical. But when you, when you stop numbing yourself, then the emotions are more raw and you get the withdrawal symptoms. And so you kind of are miserable. Plus you get these like vivid emotions. So it's really, a, it takes fortitude, you know, that high risk kind of fortitude to like just sort of stand there and endure that until it passes. And then one day you realize, oh, I can run up this hill, you know, and uh, I feel like bicycling. That's different, you know. And uh, then, then you get to the light at the end of the tunnel. But that's all Zelator type stuff. I'd say if I were, if it were a perfect order, then that'd all be Zelator stuff, like uh, you know, right. yoga and getting rid of addictions and all of that stuff would be necessary before going beyond Zelator, you know, or something like that. But I, that's why I'm not in charge of an order, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta appreciate the honesty. No, <laughs> no I mean, one of the reasons. Yeah. All, and at the end of the day, I think you know, it's just we're all human. We're all here, just trying to figure everything out or whatnot. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, the days of the old, uh, you know, we have to be perfect things are it's dwindling away because, you know, it's just. Yeah, people are just, fi finally starting to listen to Jung about embracing the shadow and allowing it to transform by accepting it as part of yourself and as like an inner child as opposed to a demon that you need to, you know, think is in another person or, you know, that kind of thing. Right, right. Makes sense. I definitely, you know learned a lot so i appreciate that absolutely do you um do you mind this being an episode or would you rather we just uh you know scrap it oh no i'm fine with it if you are okay i mean okay i just wanted to give you the option because i right yeah no that was nice pressure. no but yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure i didn't say anything that would uh render <coughs> fratter p to hi fratter p well i think it's i think it's like one of those things where you're um you know, I think that, that a lot of portals go through what you're going through now. So I think I think it would help a lot of people or people who are just stuck in general. Yeah, to hear We're someone just, like, just I'm say in this it. Place. And sometimes it's like so just someone saying, look, it's it's OK being in this like place where, you know, you're thinking about, oh, I took all these vows and I should be going down this path. And it's like sometimes just being just having the freedom for someone to say to you, you know, those vows are important, but sometimes your higher genius may be even leading you to a place where you, where it's just that place to say, you know what? Fuck everything. Right. And I'm going to do something else. Your higher genius is like, yeah, that's exactly where I needed you to be. But you had to go through all of this to get to that place. Um, and so it's really your own journey. And I think that um, just getting to that place again, where you're just like, this is my journey. I own my journey and this is what I'm going to do with it. Um, and that's when the angels will come back to you where, where if you feel like they've kind of abandoned you, um, all those guides or angels or whatever, they'll come back to you. You just have to command them in a way right. to, to say, no, hello, I need you. Please come back here. Be here right now. Yeah. And they'll come back. They'll say hi. <laughs> Long time. No talk. Huh? <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Well, thank you for being our, our guest on the Esoteric Nerd Podcast today. Thank you for having me. And thank you, Joe. It's nice to Thank you. you. Absolutely. Likewise. Be well. All right. I will, uh, I will do my best. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys are great. Thanks a lot. Appreciate okay. Thank it. you. Have a good Take day. All right. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
thank you, Frater S.I.A.A., for being our guest tonight. Special thanks to Joe Shantz for being co-host for this episode. Special thanks to Susumu Ueda, his father and the other monks at Jofukuin Temple on Mount Koyasan, for the music you're hearing right now. Special thanks to Camille and Kennerly for the harp intro and outro to the interview itself. Special thanks to the Swedish Radio Symphony Orchestra for the Zelda Suite, which we played in the Real Rosenkreutz Organ segment. And special thanks to you, the esoteric nerd listening to this podcast. Go forth in love, truth, and knowledge. Good night.